0: Welcome to Old School, Jank Huger, Mark Thompson. Hey, da, da, ba, I love it. Man, Mark, I'm going to tell you something. I'm in a great mood. Oh. Ooh,
1: well. Okay. You'll have to explain why. I, I, I will, I will. Uh- First of all, I have to say, I got a lot of Jank Uger and I can never get enough. But I got a lot of him hanging out with Bernie Sanders, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bernie's boy. I liked it. Um, that was quite- Quite an event, the, right? The I mean- gathering at the Sanders Institute. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was saying to John in the post game, gathering—kind of a badass name for an event, right? Yeah, the gathering. Uh, yeah, the gathering. Wasn't that was that a horror movie? Could be, but still, you get the point. <laughs> <laughs> it will be. It will be a horror movie for the Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Here are my uh, notes in front of me, okay. uh, and then I'll explain why I'm in a good mood. Then I'll talk about our so-called sponsor. That sounds okay. like a show. Yeah. Uh, the notes for Old School Tonight uh, include cheese curds, three cups of coffee, will Sessions finish him? and then Meathead, uh, Superpowers, and my favorite, Old School Question mark. Okay, so those are among the topics that will be discussed. Okay, there's some intrigue there. Okay. I get that. Uh, I think that you will enjoy the meathead flight attendant uh, conversation. Okay,
1: so. uh, I just came off of a a cross-country thing. I know you do it all the time, and I have some observations along that way, too. Yeah,
0: but before we do anything else, uh, this show is uh, sponsored by ShopTYT.com. Come on. (laughs) Okay, where you can get this lovely uh, sweatshirt right here. Ooh, look at that. Looks good. No, yeah. admit it. You know that looks good. Okay. For, and then, but hold on. Oh. Is this
1: the 45th? Really sweet.
0: Damn. And then Mark has a new hat. Did you see I this?
1: have a new hat. And for me to change from the old school hat, it has to be hot. And it's hot. And look what Santa brought me. Oh, yeah. Love it. Okay. I like that.
0: No one does uh, TYT swag better than Mark Thompson.
1: I have to say my favorite thing I still don't have. I was kind of waiting for somebody at TYT to hook me up, but they did hook me up with this, so I can't really be too angry. Uh, I bought a lot of stuff at the store, even though I know I work around here. Yeah. I go to the store and buy it, just because I want to kind of support this, this place. and I. But I still haven't purchased the... Stable genius shirt, which I really want. Oh,
0: the very stable genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I have like eight of those. Yeah, do you? Like, I already wore out a couple of them. My favorite story, and I think I might have even touched on it once here, is that there was a little string hanging out for one of them. And in, the, in an effort to cut it, I accidentally cut the shirt. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. I'm a very stable genius <laughs> who can't even cut a damn string from his exactly. shirt. Yeah. Right? Um so I'd give you one of mine, but it'd be like a tent for you. Yeah, I, I
1: I'm going to I'm going to break the glass and pull the lever and uh buy one. I just was waiting, but I'm gonna Yeah. No, no, is the sale I, still on? There was a big sale. Yeah, no. I right. didn't miss it. No, you all? missed it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so <laughs> When we do sales, we're not
0: playing. Like we'll say, like, "Hey, we're just not coming back for a year, right?" Yeah, and it's done. And then so, anyway, uh, and the last day to get Christmas guaranteed delivery Mm. was yesterday. So sorry.
1: Yeah. Uh, But nonetheless, it's a tough room, everybody. Very tough. (laughs) Nonetheless, shoptyt.com. Okay. I don't Uh, need it before Christmas. Just uh, knowing it's coming will sustain me.
0: Yeah. And by the way, um, uh, I. I don't really know if there's no sale.
1: <laughs> okay, who knows? Just go. Yeah. There might be. There was a sick sale yeah. going on there for a while, and I almost yeah. bought. A, you know, I have my little list of uh, TYT gear. By the way, you should be. Of co- you were here, of
0: course, you should be getting it for free, and, and we'll get you the very stable genius stuff, etc. But I like how you're secretly shoptyt.com's well, Number one customer. No, I <laughs> like. Do, there's I, probably a list, and it's like Mark Thompson. I love, and then like <laughs> a big drop off,
1: and then like Steven Garcia, Gabby Morita. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. I I do like to support, and I also, you know, I have. A, I'm a member. You know, I pay a monthly to be a member. also. Oh, you're awesome. So I no, you're because awesome. I I love TYT. I think Turks do great stuff and have continu- have evolved in doing even greater stuff. And, and I'll shut up in a minute, it wasn't supposed to be a promo. But I'm just trying to say I feel good about supporting, it's not a big deal. All right, you're awesome. And uh, by the way, uh, we're doing tyt.com
0: slash amplify to get uh, the progressive message to other people in the media. And, oh, yeah. yeah, I love and, that. Yeah, and so a bunch of folks have bought a bunch of packages for CNN, Fox News, NBC, etc. Uh, today, Chris Cuomo uh, said, uh, replied back to me and it was like, oh, that's great, that's so nice, thank you. And because uh, Andrew bought one for him, okay? Oh, that's great. Great. Right. So tyt.com slash amplify to buy Mark a very stable genius T-shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not how No, it I'll tell you <laughs> what, I'll mention my podcast. Which yes. Which is called The Edge with Mark Thompson. That's right. And on that, you can hear Michael Shore doing a lot of political analysis. We talk a lot about politics. We have a great guest on. Uh, This week, talking about constitutional stuff, but it's not always that. We have also uh, uh, actors and directors, and it's a pretty broad conversation after the politics at the beginning. Anyway, it's called The Edge with Mark Thompson. Go there, those of you who check it out, download it, subscribe, that will uh, make me happy. So uh, we're on YouTube, we're on iTunes, we're in most uh, podcast platforms. So that's gonna relate to old school
0: question mark in a minute. But first, uh, let's do Kurds, okay? Yeah. Um, So. Cheese curds, first of all, enormously underrated. Okay, uh-huh. I've come to that conclusion. Now, what are it,
1: cheese curds, Jen?
0: See, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, people don't even know what—like, half the population doesn't even know what a cheese curd is, mm-hmm. and that's a crime against humanity. Okay. Okay. And so, and and they have a very unfortunate name.
1: Yes, I agree. The name is very poor.
0: Yeah. So we'll get back to that because that's also the comment we're making is slightly racialist, but it's okay because I have the immunity idol. I'll explain. Okay, all right, so.
1: There's a lot here.
0: Right, but back before you were a vegan, and boy, this is a perfect week to have you on, Mark. Mm -hmm. So one of the reasons I'm in a good mood is I got some good news a little recently. I can't talk about it, not a big deal, everything's secret with me. Uh, And that's why I say it on air, because I'm an ass. Uh, Anyway, uh, (laughs) and one of my favorite people on the planet uh, is on with me here, uh, Mark Thompson. And so you always put me in a good mood, as you do with everybody. Uh, and But we also had like like accidentally Animal Appreciation Week here at the Young Turks. Uh-huh. Well, I interviewed several, uh, three different animal rights uh, folks wow, this week. Wow, that's so great. Yeah, one of them tried to convince me to be a vegan, okay, so we'll get to that in a sec too. That's, a, that's maybe a bridge too
1: far, but- <laughs> As it
0: turned yeah. out. Yeah, so, yeah. so do you, did you, like now you can't, so what are cheese curds, first of all? yeah. So cheese curds are little balls of cheese. Uh, but that are like really greasy and fried and s- juicy and so delicious. And where okay. do you get them? Uh, mainly in Wisconsin, uh, but, but I mean, <laughs> they sold at supermarkets or uh, fast food
1: places. Or? No, it's I've like it's
0: them. like an appetizer. Okay, yeah, it's like uh, buffalo wings, I mozzarella see. sticks, cheese curds, right? Okay, and. Um, and so they are big in Wisconsin, that's actually true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are, of course, you can get them in other places. Uh, and in fact, they were on the menu in a place I went to in Vermont over the weekend. I, did I mention I was at the Sanders Institute <laughs> gathering? That's where I was. <laughs> no, that's uh, exactly I want yeah, to so no, hear stories. about that. Anyway, <laughs> and then I just had them uh, here in LA. So apparently they're kind of everywhere. But they are really under the radar. And like, Fat asses like me that for the first time I had my first cheese curd in Wisconsin like what when I got seven eight years ago I guess maybe six years ago something along those lines and I was like where have you been my whole life juicy little balls of cheese <laughs> okay so now when before you were vegan you obviously never had a cheese curd because you weren't no sure and, what and it I was, was
1: a cheese hound before I was vegan in fact um, I had a house account. At a, at a cheese store like it all they sell is cheese like you walk in and, and the smell is just I mean to a lot of people would be like ugly and and awful and biting but to me it was like yes those are the cheeses you want with the mold in them and all the you yeah, like yeah. they've really gotta bite so I used to eat pounds of cheese I mean I put away tons of cheese um, and then I found out, how they get dairy, and dairy is a, to me. I, I'm a vegan for ethical reasons, so you have to look at the ethics, and that's like top of the list. I often say I'd rather you have a steak than have any cheese because what they do to those cows, and so those cows have to be pregnant to make the milk. And I, I'm not going sh- to sh- 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 yeah. But anyway, so the okay, point. Did is, I mention how delicious they were? <laughs> <laughs> so the point is, um, uh, I do remember cheese, and I was also in its in the trance. That cheese puts you in. So I get this. So that when you found a cheese product that you just love and you just want to bathe in, I get that. Yeah, I get
0: it. So that's that's exactly what I was asking. So my wife is one of the leading anti-mold activists in the country. (laughs) Uh, That's not true, and nor is she an activist of any sort. But man, she is so anti-mold, like. She's always on the hunt for mold. Oh, in your house. In in our house and on the food. Like oh. if she even sees slight discoloration of any sort, she's like mold, throw it away right away. <laughs> right away, okay? She's like no spore of mold will ever get past wow. my wife. Wow, I mean that may be a,
1: an asset that she has.
0: Yeah I, mean, yeah, I suppose it keeps us healthy, right? Right. And, right. and I am—I'm not in the anti-mold community. Right. And in fact, back formally, when, you're not, yeah, but yeah. Well, so <laughs> so let me explain. Yeah. So back when I was a Republican, one of the boneheaded things that I believed was mold. Really. <laughs>
1: Right. Another liberal thing. The liberals can have a little mold. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Toughen up, okay? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. In fact, this show originally used to be called Mold School.
1: (laughs) Come on. I'm telling are you, wrong? right off the Sanders thing into turn three. <laughs> okay, so no, but I really believed in, that. I thought
0: it was like a like, oh, you, the liberals are being. It wasn't a political thing as much as people are being soft. I am not buying this mold conspiracy. I see, et cetera. Now that was the old days. Uh, you know, of course, I uh, understand science and etc. And I was it was like at least one third tongue in cheek. Okay, it's right. deeply embarrassing that it was. Two thirds, not but um, so <laughs> anyway. Uh, but now, like even today, this to I'm like, the food doesn't really have mold on it, and what, well, why don't
1: we just cut that piece of mold out and keep that, the rest of it? That's a defensible position. Why don't we just cut that piece of yeah, mold out? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, what antibiotic was it? Penicillin that was discovered with by accident because see? of mold. See, right? see, there is a, a pro mold advocacy to be right, made because of mold that penicillin was discovered because it was killing the mold. And then, wait a minute. What's yeah. going on? There's something here that's killing this bacteria, and bam, antibiotics are yeah. born. Yeah, You're welcome. <laughs> 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 yeah, I watched
0: Moana with the kids too many times. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, But my wife, I mean, there's like a spore of mold and she's like, like she installed a system in our house, red alert, threw away. Not just that, but everything else in the fridge just in case. (laughs) So this is a very long prelude to her being like, the other day she was like, blue cheese, don't get it. The mold's built in. Oh my God. Because she's like, that's crazy. That's the craziest thing I have ever heard in my life.
1: The whole process, you know, of getting these cheeses and building the right mold in and all of the different ways that they get these tastes, and they'll, you know, they'll infuse it with vinegar, they'll infuse it with Mm. uh, sherry, they'll infuse it with Mm. all these things. Yeah, and it's really, I mean, the process of making the cheese after they've done all the cruelty, the horror to the animal, that is, uh, that's a science in itself. So, that's funny that she would just go, no, 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 no. I'm just looking for what? The the orange stuff that's in the, um, what is that? Uh, Velveeta. Velveeta? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she's not a Velveeta advocate either, but no. she uh, strikes br- she's me as a brie. Is it, no, or is that too no, high end? Or no, too- no,
0: no, it no. It's too hard to predict. It's actually a trick question. It's none of the above. She's Chinese, and the Chinese don't do cheese. Oh. Okay, now look, is that a broad overgeneralization? Of course, <laughs> right? But it is interesting. so. Like there's not a lot of cheese in the Chinese
1: diet. I yeah, there's some, but very very little, right? That's why their complexions are so good. That's why they live a long time. Mm, okay. Bravo Chinese. Chinese. Okay. And what's interesting is
0: not from any uh, nurture aspect of it or at all, but my son hates cheese. My daughter loves cheese. She loves mac and cheese. Sure. My son, I don't know, like genetically Chinese, and he's like, uh, 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 not interested. (laughs) This stuff is as bad as mold. Okay. Then when you combine blue cheese, oh, forget it. Like that's like the worst. Yeah, that's a way to get somebody.
1: So if somebody's not so strong on cheese, and you throw some blue cheese in front of them, that'll pretty much keep them out of the out of the cheese hunt forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So now back to curds. Yeah, so so the underrepresented cheese product. So we're done with that. We're done with the cheese portion of the conversation. Okay. But onto the word curds, okay? Cheese curds is universally accepted. And if you're out there and you think, no, that's a lovely word, you're, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying you're in the minority, okay? Mm. And and nothing wrong with being in the minority. We're all liberals, okay? But you're in the minority of (laughs) curd loving community, okay? As a word, okay? Right. And, but, Then it gets uncomfortable because you realize that the Kurdish people are also called Kurds. Oh.
1: Okay. No, but that's the It's putting the cheese in front of it that makes it bad. It
0: is. It's fascinating. Yeah. Like Kurds by themselves, like the Kurdish people, Kurds. Like when you hear it in the context of the Kurds have recaptured, uh, you know, Ramallah, that makes no sense. That's an-
1: Right. Palestinian oh, okay, territories. Yeah. But you see my point. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um there's something Sarah Paley wouldn't say. No, she wouldn't. She wouldn't know what Ramallah is. <laughs> okay. Anyway. And
1: she certainly wouldn't know. Oh, that doesn't make any sense because it's the Palestinian <laughs> <trade."> Right.
0: <laughs> so uh that doesn't sound weird. That sounds normal. And in fact, almost arguably a little cool, right? Uh like I think, like, I think Turks sounds cool. I think Kurds sounds cool, like in that context. Right. On the other hand, Turkey, not cool, mm. right? I'm just keeping it real, and I have the immunity. I don't can say that. Uh, she- I,
1: I I just, I don't see Turkey one way or the other. That is to say, I, I see it as, a, it doesn't move the meter at all, to me, bad huh. or good. You but are, uh,
0: you're you're, you're uh, abstaining on the Turkey on the tur- resolution. No, I,
1: no, I'm not abstaining. Uh, believe me, I have a... I have strong opinions, as you're well aware. Yeah. But I'm telling you that Turkey to you is a bad, but to me it doesn't move the meter to bad. Okay, interesting. Uh, the- anyway, the curd thing I think is completely changed when you add the cheese. Yeah, it does and it's weird, it's like a little magical how
0: that happens. Um, so, But the Thompson delegation is voting strongly neutral on on Turkey as yeah. a description of a country. I'm voting against it, ironically. So uh, then, yeah. Jacory becomes Turk. a tiebreaker.
1: You're also neutral. neutral. There you go. This is very un-old school. There's not a lot of neutrality in old school. It's not neutrality, Jank. We're no, telling it's a, it's you. A, it's we a, feel strongly about something, but we feel strongly that it's neither bad nor good. That's not a neutral position. Okay. All right, Asher, in an unexpected <laughs> vote, uh, running
0: audio is going to have to break kind of a tie. I don't tie-ish. Okay, not really. I guess I could declare it a bad word because it's one versus two strong.
1: Yeah, you'd uh, think you'd stop it here, but apparently you want to see if anyone else. Because I'm curious. Well, uh, sure. So turn to an employee who works for you and ask them to weigh in on this issue. (laughs) Yeah, which you have already indicated you hold very dear to this evening. Yeah, well, but it cuts both directions. (laughs) I voted against the word turkey.
0: But I am from Turkey, mm-hmm. and the name of the show is The Young Turks, yes. or at least the network. It's right? confusing, but- So I, I put Asher in an unwinnable situation. Exactly. So hence, uh, Asher, uh, what do you say? <laughs> a rare female voice on Old School, uh, Turkey, a good word, a bad word, or a strongly neutral word? For the country. <laughs> Not for the animal, for the
1: country. <laughs> uh, just, just the word. So you're asking just the word itself. Just the word. If it's, I like the, like, well, it reminds me of Thanksgiving. I don't
0: know. I like the phrase. Well, now we're actually at a tie. What oh, have I done? Oh, Jesus! Now what have I done? Okay, <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, I couldn't quite. Hear. She says she likes it for because it reminds her of with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. You so that what? means she likes the word.
0: Yeah. So she's voting like I'm voting, not like you guys yeah. are both saying right in the middle.
1: Right? No, we're so, yeah, and so we win. No, you don't. Yeah, win. they're two against one against one. That's oh, you guys win. That yeah. the word turkey is actually totally neutral. Totally neutral. It's neither good nor bad. <laughs> we win, Jacory. We won it. And they you know. say this is a show about nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We have adjudicated this, and <laughs> yet they say it's about nothing. Okay. Oh,
1: That was great. That was very good.
0: <laughs> so speaking of which, now let's go to uh, old school, uh, and then I'll come back to, to Animal Consciousness, Cups of Coffee, etc. Um, so uh, this is an interesting question, Mark, about this show. Now Pete, the members love this show. Uh, that's. Uh, seen in all the comments, but it's also empirical based on the number of people who are members who watch Old School, etc., right? I see, okay. But now Old School, we've done this curious thing where it's on a lot of different platforms, right? So, and we started it as a one-hour podcast. Right. And we've got the first half an hour on YouTube, etc., but Old School. To like blue cheese is
1: sometimes an acquired taste. I see. Okay. Yeah, I saw you take on a hater once or something. Or not you. Maybe it was Ben or somebody. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, but look, the only reason why old school would ever
0: have a hater is because it's on YouTube, right? (laughs) Right. Because, like, come on, conservatives, you secretly like it, right? (laughs) Come on. You know you do. Okay. I mean, We shit on you from time to time. That's true, okay. But largely, it's a discussion of Kurds in Turkey, but at the right kind, (laughs) (laughs) and and you like anyway. uh, But you know, on YouTube, I don't know if they're paid or not paid. The first hundred comments must, by law, be negative. I see, right? Uh, But that's okay. That's okay. That's not the question. Um, The question is, will old school take off in either one of those formats? Oh, right. Because some folks that have, uh, you know, looked at the business aspect of of the TYT network, have been like, "Old school. That's cute, but it's just for your funny little fans. You know, your members that like you guys. But who else would ever watch that show, right? Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, they didn't see that episode where we figured out." The word Turkey and whether yeah. it's positive or not, but this one. That yeah, was, uh, those
1: right. co- those conversations existed prior to this episode, which clearly, which yeah. I think makes it clear you can monetize it. You can do all. I mean, it's <laughs> it's monetize. going to bring. You can, it's <laughs> going to bring people to. Uh, it's going, you know, it's going to bring all the boys to the yard. Is what mm, it's going to uh, do. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, milkshake um, another uh, uh, problematic uh, uh, food product for vegans. Yes, but, that's true. But nonetheless, it does bring the boys to the yard, from what I understand. Um so and and I don't know the answer. I think I know the answer, but like we put up I don't know 4 5 6 I don't know uh on YouTube, you know, over the since we made the decision to do that. And the the numbers are eh, okay. Yeah. And so there's some chance that they stay eh, forever and it might be because people are lukewarm to it. It might be because it's not the right platform, and it, or it might be that the algorithm gods do not favor it. Oh, and that's so true. So that in, so it never gets served
1: to anyone. So they yeah. don't have an opportunity. I don't know. Right. Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. You know, because your uh, there's enough of a uh, variety and a texture of different kinds to TYT that you'd think that if they tune in, and they're not. We're not talking about politics all the time. They might still run with it and begin to get the vibe. You yeah. have to know the vibe of old school, though. If you just happen upon it, you'll go, yeah, but what about Bernie? What about what's going on in Wisconsin? What's about, you know, I mean, you. you- but we did discuss the cheese curds. We got- <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is there something else going on in Wisconsin this week? <laughs> and so, you know, you never know. That, but I forgot all about that algorithm thing. Yeah, yeah, that could keep you down forever.
0: No, no, but. So, but I don't know. So, I'm really curious. Like, will it just stay at that level and, and go? And I'm fine with it. God bless. Go forward. If you sure. like it, you like it, you know, et cetera. You want to be a member, and get the whole hour and a half. Bless your heart. TYT.com slash join. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, or if we're right and all of a sudden it's like, huh, a little bit higher, a little bit higher, a little bit higher. And, uh, and that would be awesome. Do like, you, uh, Yes, yeah. sorry, Go ahead. Finish your thought. I no, just have, just to question. finish real quick. Um, so, and YouTube is not a great platform for it, but podcast, right? And we give a real full hour, and the half hour is extra for the members, etc. But like the hour conversation is a fun podcast, etc. Like, is it just going to be like everything's oh, okay, it's fine, or or all of a sudden like Pod Save America and Mark Maron look around and go, what the? This old school thing, yeah, right. Well, <laughs> that would be so much fun,
1: wouldn't that be fun? Just to have that pop out of nowhere. <laughs> it's a great. I mean, it's it's a great environment. It's a great platform for this show. I love podcasts. You know, you and and this show has that kind of uh, that kind of feel where you can spend time with people talking and just enjoy it. So in a way, that podcast platform is right. You know, I do a podcast. Have I mentioned I do a podcast? <laughs> called The Edge it, with yeah. Mark Thompson. We, yeah. it, it's also, I try to keep it in a sort of conversational kind of feel. I don't want it to feel too much interview all the time. So even when I have Michael Shore and we talk about politics, it's supposed to be a, a conversation at its best. But anyway, more to the point, so I almost, it's my business to listen to like a, a lot of different podcasts, which I do, and you know figure out if there are any... Different ways things should be done, or uh, this fits right in to the stream. Like you don't have to change anything about this show to make it a good podcast. So it's great. That yeah, the guys it's are- built to
0: be a podcast. Yeah. The, the original conceit of old school was uh, Ben and I talking like we did on the radio back in the day. Longer, right? Uh, more of a conversation, longer, less prepared, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not having to you know get dressed up and all that stuff. Just put on a hat and. And in a T-shirt and show up and you know shoot the shit about the stuff that's in the news or in our lives, right? Sure. That was the original Young Turks. In fact, um, I remember we were on in Wichita really early on when we were just a radio show and we were a weekend show in Wichita, um, and we killed it. We we went from like number thirteen to number one in the market. Wow. Okay, and uh, that's my recollection of it. And, and I was like, man, we cannot buy a beer in Wichita, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and so, and I was super psyched about that. And then one day, uh, one of our fans from Wichita wrote in, must have been an email back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. And said, God, guys, I am so disappointed. I was, I was like, okay, this piqued my curiosity. He's like, I was your number one fan. I told everybody in Wichita to, to listen to the show because it was amazing. Then I found out you're liberals. So which that, think about how interesting that is. He'd been listening for months and months, telling everybody in Wichita to listen to the show. He didn't even know we were liberals. Wow. is that amazing? Wow. Now, remember, what we're sending to Wichita since it's a weekend show is only one Show out of the five that we did for Sirius Satellite Radio, sure. I'm not even. I don't think it was even a full show. So we might have put together a less political form of it. I see. But still, it was amazing. And so, like many months into it, he's like, "Oh my God, they're no good libs. Oh, yeah. I didn't think there were libs."
1: <laughs> so wow, that's a wild, wild moment. Yeah, I have received emails about my podcast. You know, people come to, to find my podcast. Through TYT, I mean, some will jump into that. I also do uh, some kind of uh, it's conservative radio. I mean, I'm not, I'm obviously it's like an ultra progressive, so. But yeah. I mean, I'm a it's a lonely voice in a kind of a more conservative uh, arrangement there in Los Angeles. So people who come to the podcast uh, from that place end up with uh, giving me some reaction of the shorts you're talking about, which is yeah. I heard the first part. It's just a couple of liberals in a liberal echo chamber and blah blah blah. And so I work. So it doesn't sound like an echo chamber, but obviously I have a, a bias. And sometimes yeah. you know when things are so egregious and crap's going down, you got to call it out. What's interesting in your story is that, as you say, you know we sent that we delivered this, and in all of this time, I mean nothing in all of those conversations. Really suggested your political leanings.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. That's really cool. And if you take the politics out, that's why I say I was kidding around about conservatives. You know you actually like old school, right? Because if you take the politics out, I think conservatives do like the show. Sure, why not? It's just just
1: people hanging out, talking, bullshitting. We all all are- we all are. That's the, what's being lost in it. We're so dug in. I mean, I hate to say, you know, yeah. these have become hackneyed terms because it's so true. They've been used so many times with the identity politics and, you know, digging in and just not, I, I don't want to hear it. Oh, they're liberals, you know, but it's just, wow. Yeah, I mean,
0: they go, so now I'm going to get slightly political and then I'll get back out of it and talk about coffee. But uh, like the Missouri and Arkansas, they vote overwhelmingly for uh, increasing minimum wage. The Republicans are dead set against it. Then they turn around and vote for all Republicans. It makes no sense except yeah. that their identity is Republican. That's it.
1: Right. I was just reading an article the other day about this, and then we really will round it up and get back to copy. But I, uh, which you know, we try to argue facts and we try to uh, lay out sort of the stark realities of uh, conservative or whatever the hell you want to call this neoliberal, whatever crap they're doing. Uh, and yet, the 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 truth is that the identity politics, as you say. Will rule the day. I mean, it. There, you can't win on facts. The facts almost don't matter. I mean, take yeah. out the almost. You know.
0: Yeah, don't. yeah. There's. I mean, especially these days in in Trump world where he's just decided to decouple himself from facts and right. reality, and be like, let's try this out. And he's, and he's floating w- out in space like Sandra Bullock, like, boom. Mm, but he's, mm, made, and he's a lot of people are like, oh, he got it. He, that's oh, the it's thing. awesome. Yeah. He's made it okay. Yeah. Somehow. I mean, okay. like before, it was implicit that hey, we're appealing to their emotions, fear, anger. And you could, hey, you could argue liberals do likewise on climate change, for example. I don't think so, but I could understand that argument that you would make, right? And that they're appealing to emotion, etc. But nobody would actually say it, right? Now the Trump administration is like, yeah, we do alternative facts. What are you gonna do about it? No. Okay, sad day for you. That's what we do, okay? And and Trump will come out and say one thing, and then the, a minute later or an hour later, come out and say the exact opposite thing and be like, what are you gonna do about it? I mean in a sense I almost appreciate what a tough guy he is about it. Like yeah, I'm lying. So what? What are you going to do about it? <laughs> right? Well, it's the jersey the, in me. That's You, you know. made
1: that point and it I mean, a while ago, a long time ago, but it was such a good one, which is that, you know, that in a way not that, that's an extreme version like, yeah, but what are you going to do about it? But the damn right is what like yeah, uh, yeah. that's what the progressive movement needs is yeah, I want Free education. I want free college education, and I want single payer healthcare. Damn right, that's right. I want it. Yeah, it's going to be expensive. Yep, it is. Just but a lot cheaper than the wars, the military machine, etc. So um,
0: yeah, you know, it's as I think about it, and so I love counterattacking, I love attacking. I love any form of fighting, and uh, and you know, part of our our slogan is too strong, right? Uh, and now that I think about it. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm a Jersey guy, uh, originally a Turk, right? And I even have some cheese curd in me, <laughs> okay? Well, that's More than you tonight. did when we last talked. <laughs> little yeah. from tonight. No, I'm uh, arguably one-eighth Turkish. We're not sure, okay? Yeah. I'm gonna do an Elizabeth Warren-like DNA test and <laughs> find exciting. out at some point. I hope but, I'm here that night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if, uh, and by the way, so I also have immunity idol on, on curd, Right. Uh, since I am potentially 1 8th Kurdish, uh, so I can make fun of that word all I like as well. Uh, did we invent the, the term immunity idol? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Survivor, obviously. It's from but, Survivor, yeah. But like, when you're talking about your own race, you yeah. have the immunity idol. Oh, sure. Okay, and can't be voted off the island. Right. Uh, and, but I want to talk about identity politics, both in terms of Republican versus Democrat, but also races and stuff. Uh, but no. uh, unfortunately, to our good friends on YouTube, uh, this is the oh, end no. of the road. A half an hour went by in a second, um, but because of the algorithms, most of you didn't see it. Um, <laughs> what time are we actually ending on YouTube? Uh, well, it's not live on YouTube. Only members get it live, I so see. they'll be. We're doing the. We tape a live uh, on Wednesdays for the members. I see. If you're watching it on YouTube, you're probably seeing it on a Saturday. Uh, okay. I get it, okay. So if you want the hour version, go find Old School TYT on, on podcasts. Uh, and and then, off, of course, if you want to get the whole show, tyt.com join, become a member, watch it live. Sometimes you guys tweet in in the middle of the show, the live members, and help us answer questions.
1: So uh, anyway, much love to the YouTube audience. Let's continue with the YouTube podcast. audience. The Edge with Mark Thompson is the podcast. Now, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> this is a record for the number of times I've mentioned the podcast. Yeah, but I like it. I kind of, I'm, I'm into it. I, I, <laughs> I, I feel like I've got to hustle my own. Yeah, brand, yeah, yeah, yeah. I respect the hustle. It's free, by the way. Okay. All right, now, uh, so let's get back to. Okay, so the identity politics you were saying. Yeah.
0: So, um, it, it's both both sides do it, right? Uh, and so that's the unspoken part. Um, you know, the right wing claims, "Oh, the Democrats do identity politics," and they're actually half right, okay, and half very wrong. Uh, and then, but what's left unsaid, because the Democrats almost never counterattack, right? Is now wait a minute, you guys do identity politics. You're the one who ran the Southern Strategy to mm-hmm. appeal to white people who were unhappy about the civil rights movement that is the definition of identity politics. You targeted a specific race to, in that case I mean, to try to get their votes. You did it literally using racism. That's what the Southern Strategy was. Two chairs of the RNC apologized for it, right? Uh, So enormously ironic for them to turn around and go, I can't believe the Democrats are doing identity politics, right? Uh, And so now having said that, What does it mean to do identity politics? If you think it means, hey, we look out for every American, including African Americans, Latinos, etc. Well, okay, that's not identity politics, that's actually looking out for everyone. That's what you're supposed to do as an American, you're using the word incorrectly. You just think, what you're saying is, I don't want you to look out for black people. Right, I don't want Muslims to have the same rights as every other American. I think they should be profiled and it's and banned and et cetera, et cetera. You're doing identity politics. All we want, no, see, they like the mythology of the right wing is that the liberals want this and that, and they want equality of results, and they want to take your money, and they want welfare, and and they want extra rights for Muslims. <laughs> what extra rights? What extra rights? No, all that anybody any. A progressive is asking for is equal rights. That's it. That's it. Now, so where do the Democrats play identity politics? Well, the establishment Democrats. So they will find people, like the Republicans will find the Ben Carsons of the world, right? And, and they'll say, no, 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 Ben Carson also says that uh, African Americans have something wrong with their culture wink, right? And they hide behind Ben Carson, mm-hmm. right? But Democrats oftentimes will put out Minorities who are massively pro corporate, yeah. and then if you criticize their corporate ways, they go, oh, "How could you? That's an African American, or that's a woman, or that's a Native American, or that's an Inuit." Not that one, but still, yeah. right? Still so, haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah. it's hold, Winter yeah. is coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, and and that is identity politics because that's dirty. That's done on purpose. Now, it's not meant to protect the African-American community. It's meant to protect corporate donors by using African-Americans as a shield. Mm. And that is actually, I would argue, not only a dirty identity politics, actual identity politics, but also in a sense, actually racist. Like just to hide, to use- it's a t- The token- Yeah, and right. not only that, but to take a super legitimate topic like racism. And use it for your political and financial purposes, thereby cheapening it and making it less credible, that's not talked about how dirty that is and how counterproductive that is, how unprogressive that is. So, but don't worry, you'll have two years of that coming up if I'm right, okay? I hope I'm wrong, I hope it doesn't come up, but I would be shocked, shocked if in the next two years, the corporate Democrats didn't do that endlessly. endlessly. Okay, I mean,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can talk more about that another time. uh, But I do think uh, they're looking for ways to fight back against what they see on the right as identity politics that's been effective. And so I think you have to be right when you suggest that they will have something akin to that because they're gonna have to throw a lot and they're going to have to throw it even harder because of the effectiveness of the uh, the right in falling into line, which, as you said, they, they just do.
0: Yeah, so the analogy I'm using is the Royal Rumble. And so if you watch wrestling back in the day when they would all get in the ring, and there's like 20, 30 guys in the ring, and they start throwing each other out. And some guys will work together and throw out a bunch of the guys at one at a time. Some guys will cheat in the middle, right? Uh, and I loved when my grandma would believe it. Uh, that was my favorite thing. I'd watch it with my grandmother, and she's from Turkey. Doesn't
1: even understand English. Uh, well, you don't need to understand English to know, you know exactly to, to watch the um, yeah the royal. What did you call it? The Royal Rumble. Royal right. Rumble. You don't need. Yeah. you don't need English. And she'd go,
0: "Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> that's from her." And she goes, "What are they doing? Why are they hitting each other like that?" Right. And uh, and so. One part of that analogy is progressives. I'm telling all the progressives, stick together. At most, there's going to be like four of you, right? At most, and there'll be 16 or 26 establishment Democrats. Do not, under any circumstances, turn against each other. You'll get thrown out of the ring. Stick together, go one establishment Democrat after another, and throw them out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Okay? That is a correct Royal Rumble strategy. Oh,
1: that's excellent.
0: Yeah. And what the, a lot of the establishment Democrats will do, partly because they have more money, so they do Oppo research, mm-hmm. and partly because they're less ethical. Like I can't imagine Bernie Sanders ordering Oppo research, be like, oh, let's find something dirty on, you know, I don't know, make up a name. And sure. like Cory Booker, did he write some sort of blog he didn't we don't like, or from, you know, dredge it up? I just that's not he who he is, right? And you could argue that the progressives should do Oppo research, but they just. I'd be shocked if they did.
1: Right. Okay. I, well, that's one of the that's one of the great things about the progressives. They seem to be driven by principles. And I say seem. I, I mean, I would say they are driven by principles, and their principles exclude that kind of activity and that kind and funding that sort of activity. And as you say, reasonable uh, minds can differ as to whether or not they should exclude it, as the politics has changed and it's become so one dimensional. Uh, it's awful to even consider it, but anyway, that's the reason they don't do it so far.
0: Yeah, and in the middle of that ring, there'll be a bunch of Iron Mike Sharps on the other side, mm. uh, and they'll do this with their forearm gear, and then oh no, he moved the iron. He hit it with an iron in the head, and so that's going to happen, and and probably a lot of it will be identity politics. So that's the state of America these days.
1: You know, when I was, how old were you when you were watching the Royal uh, Rumble? Well, the uh, first Royal Rumble that you can remember, like because I, what I'm getting to is when I was a kid, I was watching the uh, wrestling, and I I thought it was real. I thought yeah. it was real. Also, when I was a little kid, yes. in fact, I th- when that you know the thing that they do in wrestling that I that I loved, I just remember this so clearly as a kid because it's all about can you keep both shoulders pinned? One, two, three. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So they go, you get them both shoulders, and they go one, two, and then the guy would get his shoulder up every time. thinking, wow, that's just Unreal, you know, totally.
0: And as it turned out, it was was literally literally unreal,
1: Unreal. but you know, Mark,
0: you're gonna make me admit something that I shouldn't admit, okay? And so, I I hope you're happy, okay? (laughs) Uh, so yeah, I don't remember if I was 10 or 12 when I started watching, but I'm sure I believed it in the beginning, Uh right? And in the beginning, you believed in Santa Claus, right? And at some point, and I'm like, I've been watching my kids to see when they stop believing in Santa. And it's happening to Pro this year. He's eight, and he's like, he didn't believe it before. Then he started believing it, maybe because out of convenience, like forget sure. facts, you know. Right, right, right. Kids have emotions it's, too. It's like, the oh. coolest
1: narrative to yeah, be part of. Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. And he's been saying a little bit lately to to Joy, who's six, like, ah, Santa's not real. <laughs> and, and and then uh, and then I'm like, Joy, get a load of Pro. That's so crazy. I'm like, then who put the extra presents? On Christmas Eve, under the tree, duh, (laughs) (laughs) and Joy's
1: like, totally, right, poor pro, like doesn't get it. (laughs) Well, and he's not old enough that you can go, you know, like, hey, Ixnay, we're trying to keep, you know. Yeah, and uh, it's funny that we have all decided to lie to our
0: kids. It is a right, weird like, thing. Yeah.
1: I was reading something a while back about this. It was wasn't the uh, the essence of the piece, but it was suggesting that the way that we uh, th- that it was sort of the original sin of lying that you do to your kids, and it sets them up to uh, be suspicious of authority. Uh, in some cases, and in, in other cases, you 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 teach them authority from that moment on you teach them you know respect authority respect what you know what you're told and all that sort of thing and yet their memory of authority having let them down in that one instance mom and dad having let them down haunts them i remember it's kind of an intriguing piece but i love the idea that it's you know the first time these figures who you really count on for your security for information, you're always asking your mom and dad or whomever, whatever the adult figure is in the house, you're asking questions all the time and there are all these explanations. And so finally, you get this handed down from them that there's this character who comes in and gives you the gift. And then when it turns out it's total BS, I mean, that really blows up your world. I remember, you know, the feeling. I don't remember the exact thoughts, but I remember feeling like, wow. That's unreal that I bought into that for so long. There's a lot wrapped up in that.
0: See, that's interesting because since I'm Turkish and actually was born in Turkey and grew up there until I was eight, we never pretended Santa was real. Sure. And obviously, there's no Easter bunny. Never heard of the Easter bunny. Uh, <laughs> right. So if you've never heard of the Easter bunny that lays eggs and somehow is related to chocolate, uh, yeah. you, it is the strangest idea.
1: And but a more believable story. I don't know. I
0: don't know. <laughs> than
1: Santa here. delivering gifts to all the boys and girls. Yeah. I don't even know what the chocolate Easter Bunny story is, but it's whatever it is. It's just believable. Yeah,
0: I remember when I got here, I was like, "Oh, Santa, I get it. That's the like, cute thing that the, these folks do, right?" Um, and but the Easter Bunny, I was like, "Wait, okay, there's a bunny, but it lays eggs." And then there's Cadbury chocolate somehow, (laughs) and and somehow it is related to Jesus Christ, like oh I didn't get that part. It's perplexing. It's you know another thing I couldn't figure out until I was much older, because there is nothing to figure out. It doesn't make sense. I just got like made peace with it. Is the Holy Trinity? If you're not Christian and you didn't grow up. Like, taught that over and over and over again, or Catholic or whatever, right? The idea that you have one God, but there's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. You're like, but then it's not one. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't, I, I would li- literally ask Americans over and over again when I got here and through high school, et cetera. I'm like, okay, wait, wait. It's three, but one. I'm like, so is the one all three? They're like, no, God is God. I'm like, okay, so then, but then, there's then why the Trinity? They're like, because it's wrapped up in one. What? Yeah. (laughs) What? That makes no sense. It's almost like Taoist. The three is the one, right? And you're like,
1: well, that would be uh, that's the best explanation. I asked a priest and also a minister when I was. Like dogged about that very question. Also, I mean, I was 14, 15, like just feeling like I really want to understand this because it really is a, a difficult concept. And so I asked these people who are people of the cloth to explain it, and I found the explanations, as you suggest, perplexing. I mean, I, I don't get it. So I, so I, I, I mean, we all come to the same questions. So. So you're saying that the son, though, isn't really the son. It's like that manifestation while God's up here, he throws a little of his godness down here as his son. No, 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 That's really who he is, he's the whatever, it's,
0: I, mean, wait till I don't get, get it. Wait to get to the Holy Spirit. Like, yeah. What, what, what is that? I know he likes to party, Like he <laughs> likes to dance, right? The Holy Spirit's always having fun. I've never had the Holy Spirit not have fun. I've never heard him in that context. Like, oh, watch out for the Holy Spirit.
1: <laughs> it's more like, like, oh, here comes the Holy Spirit. Let's drink. Okay. Well, I, what I've never heard though, uh, let me go back to the Easter Bunny. I've never heard of the Easter Bunny laying the eggs. You just hit me to something I didn't know about. I know the Easter Bunny brings eggs, but I didn't think he laid them. <laughs> <laughs> so I need that, that mo- explained. To yeah, me. that moment when not only
0: us. Because neither one of us is actually Christian, right? but all Christians and everyone listening and watching goes, wait a minute, does he lay the eggs? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Trinity is easier to understand than this linkage between the eggs and the bunny. I think the bunny just brings the eggs, I'm pretty sure. Your you're Christian, right? I
0: grew up Christian.
1: You gr- um, yeah, you grew up Christian. So does the bunny lay the eggs?
0: See, he doesn't know either. Yeah, he, says he doesn't. doesn't think so. I know it's in a basket at some point, and I know kids have to find him yeah. later when we mischievously hide them
1: from the I kids. I mean, that's kind of a charming, <laughs> fun thing, the <laughs> right. Easter thing. I mean, if it were just a, it, look, it's a pagan holiday, the yeah. birth of, right? The rebirth of spring and all that stuff. Um, so if it were just that, it'd be great. But I, um, of course, we've laid it up with all this other stuff. But you can totally enjoy that Easter The ornaments of Easter, meaning the different gold eggs and the you know whatever the foil covered eggs, I mean, that are all chocolate. That's all fun, I think. Yeah. But but I I think the minute you buy into the fact that the bunny is laying the eggs, you've ruined it. That's, That's the much. thing that puts it over the top. Yeah, it right. was
0: fine until then. Right. Until then, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. It just doesn't. But laying the yeah. eggs. Oh, come on, Abraham. You've got, you've <laughs> got to disconnect those two things. You know, it's funny because the part about the Easter Bunny uh, is next to the part about laying with a man in Leviticus. Oh yeah. yes. Oh yeah. right, it's not in the Bible at all. Oh. <laughs> it's like, like, and the fact that it's not in the Bible at all, and neither is Santa Claus. It's amazing that no one cares. Right. No one cares. It's just part of an accepted mythology, and in fact, if you question it, they go, mm, one of those anti-Christian secular <laughs> humanists, going around saying happy holidays to people.
1: Well, right. the way that we slam everything through in America is we do it with money. And so there's so much money wrapped up in Santa and the gifts that Santa brings. There's so many advertising campaigns, everything from the Budweiser Clydesdales pulling Santa down a- Also moral. in Leviticus, by the
0: way. Also what? It, they also in Leviticus. also the, the, in Leviticus, the Clydesdales. Uh, that
1: to Santa sneaking out, getting the cookie on his way past the new Lexus, which is wrapped up in a big red bow out in the driveway. And I mean, there's so much tied up in it. So I get it. I mean, it's like- and the kid seems to like it for the first few years. So you put that all together and it's a cash cow, you know, shut yeah. up and stand over there if you're not in And we
0: just all accept it. Like, well, of course Santa Claus in the North Pole has everything to do with Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> of course it does. What? Right? So I made up a story the other day about how Santa and Jesus were uh, twin separated at birth. That's why they both have a beard and stuff, I'm telling the kids, just having fun, right? But like, I'm telling them it's a story, it's not real, right? Like that one, <laughs> I'm not messing with them. But even so, my wife got pissed at me. She's not Christian either. Right. But she's like, look, they're gonna go talk to Christians and they're gonna tell them Santa's Jesus is a twin brother. It's gonna be a mess. I'm like, (laughs) I know, but it was a fun story. (laughs) One went north, the other one went south, and
1: (laughs) one was rescued by the elves. And- and, That's great. Uh, You you realize you've got a responsibility with kids, but there have to be those moments where you go, wow, I've really got them here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus stayed with his mom, Mary. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, now to
1: the tooth fairy, obviously. (laughs) Uh, By the way, South Park was a Christmas card that was sent out on a, back then it was tape, okay? VHS tape. They sent it out, an executive named Brian Graydon sent it out from uh, Fox. He had the guys, uh, Trey and Matt, under contract over there. And it was a, so you put it in the VCR, and I think, as I remember, it was Jesus fighting to the death. Santa, I think. Oh, yeah. I remember something like that. I think that was it. It's Jesus and Santa fighting. It was like a Merry Christmas card. It's very, very funny. And then South Park was birthed as a result of that. Yeah. Um,
0: I hear the South Park guys are libertarians, uh, which really freaked me out. Oh, wow. I haven't heard anything about that. I'm definitely not sure about that. Don't quote me on it. That would be slightly disappointing. But you know what? Unlike our friend in Wichita. I would get past it.
1: Yes. It's so funny. You know, the funny thing okay. about the Wichita thing or just go there, <laughs> is, I was going to say, wow, isn't that just a sign that, you know, we always think of Wichita, we think of a lot of these flyover states as just full of diehard right wingers, but look how they embraced TYT. And then you got to the end of the story where you go, and it was like, oops, so much for that conclusion. <laughs> oh, well, no. oh, well. Turns out he is diehard. Yeah,
0: but you know, so that's why I asked the question about old school. I wonder if it pulls a Wichita and mm. just like all of a sudden, boom, like from, Except in podcasting world, it wouldn't be number thirteen to number one. It would be number, you know, one hundred and thirty-seven thousand to whatever.
1: Right? There are a billion podcasts. Here. Yeah.
0: So, uh, so let's see if we can make this a a Wichita podcast, okay? Um, and, yeah. And make it take off unexpectedly. Anyways, I don't know how you would do that other than listening. Well, you're you're listening. already listening to so it yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, But back to the Tooth Fairy, so uh, my daughter's now losing her teeth, Oh yeah. and so she lost her second teeth, and she was holding on to it at at my mom's place, and she was playing all sorts of games with it. I'm like, kiddo, you're gonna lose it, okay, and then you're not gonna get the money from the Tooth Fairy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, just trust me. Give it to me. I'll give it back to you at night, and you put it on the pillow and stuff. She was so excited. She's like, no, no, I got it, I got it, I got it. She's playing a 1,000 games, and then at the end, we're gonna leave my mom's place. Oh, no, she oh lost God. it. She lost it, okay? So then she did this whole, but I would kept telling her, don't lose it. You're not going to get the money. Then, But she did lose it. So then she comes back home, and she writes the Tooth Fairy a
1: note. Oh, that's so sweet.
0: Okay, like, oh, I'm so sorry I lost it, but I drew a picture of my tooth instead. Wow. And then I'm now at a conundrum.
1: No, you're not. <laughs> come on.
0: No, but I am, I'm like, I'm a hard ass about Oh man, that's,
1: come on. Okay. Are you kidding me? Okay, so. I'm this close to having those kids taken away from you. <laughs> <laughs> I told her that she wouldn't get it, it's because the tooth fairy really needs a tooth. And I get it, but, but she wrote a little, a little
0: note. I know, I that know. That little cute little girl with the writing, come on. And she put it under her pillow, and then you know how we resolved it? Wendy and I as usual. Forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot, and then when she wakes up in the morning. She's like, "Baba, Baba, the tooth fairy didn't come." I'm like, "Oh no, oh no, God damn it, God damn it!" Right? And we've done that with pro like oh, half my. the time. No, more
1: than half the time. Okay, what's going on in that house? You can't remember <laughs> the tooth fairy. Thing? I got
0: work, man. Yeah, I, got well, you, I got I'll, re- I'll it. i will give you a pass. Okay, and. <laughs> And so, <laughs> but with pro, he at least still had the tooth. So he, I'm like, oh no no no! Sometimes tooth fairy like feels bad about forgetting, so he'll double the price. That's a great thing, right? Yeah, and then saying, he'll yeah. put it in. This and is a good getting, thing. That yeah, you and then he no. and then instead of getting two dollars as he's expecting, the next day I'll give him five, and yeah. he's like, oh my god, I knew it! Oh, it's great when the tooth fairy forgets, right? right? That's the thing with it. Except this was a note. So there was no tooth to put back in, and she forgot to put the note back in. I forgot oh. to tell her to put the note back in, and we're done with it. She got nothing for the tooth.
1: <laughs> Boy, that story didn't end the way I thought it would end, no. and we're done with it. And she's done. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, well, the, the next she won't tooth, lose the next tooth. That's right. That's at least the one, on the
0: upside. Yeah. The Next time she the tooth falls out, I'm like, you want You want to make sure you keep that one? She's like, all right,
1: all right. She's gonna like guard it like with her
0: life. Oh, that's great. Anyway, okay. So, and she, but, like, I wonder, since <laughs> I never believed in Tooth Fairy Easter Bunny, it said there's no Tooth Fairy in Turkey either. Tooth Fairy doesn't give a shit about Turkey.
1: But, Not oh, at all. Tooth Fairy uh,
0: Western invention? Yeah, yeah. I
1: didn't course, know that.
0: yeah, the, oh, yeah of course. Like, it, yeah. I'm amused by the idea of a turkey like there's a Tooth Fairy. Well, like, do they
1: have, uh, you know, remember there was that stat that was out a few years back about the number of Americans who believe that they that there are angels and that they have an angel yeah. looking over them and that yeah. stuff? Um And so I feel like fairies are just half a click off of angels. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So in like Muslim tradition, there are jinns. Uh Okay, not the fun kind like gin and vodka, like like jinns as in like spirits. I see. Okay. Uh, And so they're like, yeah, they're a cousin of fairies, Mm -hmm. but like usually a mischievous, more evil cousin of fairies. Okay, so you don't want to f with the jinns. Okay. And so, uh, so would do. Muslims, Turks, etc. And Turks, probably would have believed this because it's in humanity, whether they were Muslim or not. Originally, they were shaman coming from Asia. I see. And um, so, would they believe in angels and spirits? Et cetera? Of course, all humans do, right? We don't now. Some of us, that uh, you know. Found science, right? Realized that wrestling is fake. The tooth <laughs> fairy doesn't exist, and there are no gins, right? right. That was a big day when all those <laughs> realizations went down. That's yeah. right. That's right. And I'm going to get back to the wrestling in a second. <laughs> but um, so, but the specific mythology of a tooth fairy doesn't exist. And I, I like, I feel like Turkish parents would be like, "You want me to do what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, like sik right? <laughs> what does that mean?" Go off. <laughs> <laughs> what is it?
0: <laughs> Turks have the best curses.
1: But but wait a minute, yeah, that's a good one. But I have to say that it makes sense, in the, the concoction of the fairy, the tooth fairy, makes sense because what you're trying to do, right, in that implicit in it is, hey, don't worry about losing your tooth. It's actually a good thing that you've lost your tooth. It takes whatever, you know. It yeah. takes that moment and makes it a positive, which I suppose is the was the idea behind yeah. it, right?
0: Well, so I I've told this story many times through the 16 years of the Young Turks, but well, we haven't told it in a while. It's the holidays. So why don't I tell my circumcision story? Oh my god, I can't believe you're gonna
1: do this. Okay. I've I've actively <laughs> avoided asking Jenk to tell this story <laughs> because I felt like the last time I asked him to tell it, I think it was at like a card game or something. I don't know if it was literally a car game, but something I remember thinking that eh, I probably shouldn't have asked Jack to tell that story, even though I think it's yeah. the it's the best story. Yeah. Uh, and so I've actively avoided because so many times I've wanted you to tell this story. I'm sorry for this long buildup, but I have you don't know what this moment means to me personally. <laughs> I love this. Story. It's inconceivable to me that this happened to a child. And I've told this story about Jank, usually sometimes without using his name, to yeah, others. You can use my name. But I know, but you know, that was, I just didn't want to you know, be too presumptuous. Uh, but I just think it's an amazing tale.
0: Yeah. So, here we go. Oh. Okay. So, Muslims. Uh, can sir, I get a
1: martini or something right now? <laughs> I love that. I'm just kicking it, kick back and listen. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Um, so, uh, what charming Muslim tradition was it? Yes, yeah, so
0: it is a charming Muslim tradition where they circumcise the kids uh, after they grow up, not when they're babies. Okay? And so that you can remember it. And you can remember that searing pain for the rest of your life.
1: And oh, you'll remember it.
0: Yeah. So in, in America, you have tooth fairies. In Turkey, we have uh, circumcisions you could remember. Okay? <laughs> and uh, now, but like the tooth fairy, they try to make it entertaining. Okay, and so they dress you up like a clown, and I'm like, ah, I don't know how this is making it better. Okay, so <laughs> so I'm six years old, okay? Oh. Every part of this story gets worse <laughs> until you get to the end, which is even worse. The most impressionable <laughs>
1: time, six years of age. Six
0: years old, totally remember it, uh, and, it, and it, there's a twist, which is that the circumcision isn't the worst moment, okay? Because so, okay, we're going to do the circumcision, and we get there, and it's not really a doctor's office, it's, it's, his, it's his house, okay? And, and we go to the backyard, which is actually uncommon in Istanbul that they would even have a backyard. And, but I remember there was grass, which was unusual, and all of our loved ones are there for the ceremony. And they're like, okay, take your pants off. I'm like, wait, what? In front of grandma and everyone else, and all of my friends and everyone? And they're like, yeah, we're gonna cut your dick. What? <laughs> like, so and and so you know what a circumcision is, they're not actually cutting your penis, they're cutting your foreskin. But as a six-year-old, you're like, Jesus, Lord mercy, what is happening
1: in this moment, right? No, what, they and, didn't tell you, your parents didn't tell you what was going to happen ahead of time because they were worried you wouldn't I
0: don't remember show up when they told me, but I, I remember being surprised that everyone was gathered to watch it, uh-huh. okay? I remember being surprised that I was supposed to take my pants off at that point, with everybody watching. Sure, yeah. And, and, then, and then the doctor said, um, okay, you wanna do your own injection? Because they have to give you a painkiller into the base of your penis, okay? Uh-huh. God. And And I remember thinking, no, no, I do not want to do my own injection. You're the doctor and I'm six. I was always a logical kid, I swear wow, I had impressive. that thought, yeah. right? I was like, this is not rational, I mean, yeah. none of this makes any sense, right? Uh, so now we've hit the sixty-minute mark, and I'm supposed to end the podcast and go to no, the members. No, but I'm not going to. It's too much of a tease. Okay. It's um, so podcast guys, stay with me, okay? So, so, uh, so I'm like, okay, and he holds it, and then I do the the like the push down the syringe or whatever, right? And so at the moment of the circumcision, you're seeing the blood. Everybody's seeing the blood, right? I mean, it's just a disaster. It's I mean.
1: It's yeah, like it's shame, it's, it's pain, it's everything.
0: It's worse than the apocalyptic Walking Dead situation. Like, and uh, you're saying
1: I, it's so bloody.
0: Yeah, and by the way, Muslims, you might be offended now, saying no, it's a wonderful tradition. Okay, I mean, if you were a six-year-old and you went through that and you thought it was wonderful, hats off to you. You know, bless your heart. Okay, but I didn't yeah. find it wonderful. I went through it. I'm allowed to have my own opinion on it, right? Yeah.
1: And so. So they wrap you up in gauze down there, right? Yeah, yeah. Bandages or something? Yeah.
0: It turns out the worst part is how long it takes to heal. Mm. And you have to undo the the gauze every day. Oh. And my God, that was that was definitely the worst part of it. Okay. But
1: what happens after so, they actually cut it? Okay.
0: So I mean. so then they <laughs> cut it and then and then they dress you up, right? And they put like a cape on you with like beads and stuff, and they put this like Hat on like a party hat, and so, and then everybody's like, "Yay, you got circumcised!" And everybody's like, "Congratulations!" I'm like, "Not seeing the point here." Okay, <laughs> and um, and then uh, we. By the way, that the doctor turned out to be famous okay like i read an article about him like almost, i think while we were doing the young turks like so maybe 10 years ago he was in the news and i don't remember what for if he'd done something terrible or something right but like oh the famous circumciser of istanbul was caught with da 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 right. Yeah. I'm like, well, we know he does something terrible. He does it regularly. That's what <laughs> yeah. he does. So then they t- walk. They take you around to like. I think we went to a religious site. I they take you to the more relatives and everybody's celebrating. You know, and it makes no sense because at six you're not really a man. You're not really a, like you're a child. But you but you're conscious. It's like it's almost as if they waited for you to gain consciousness. To with you, yeah, right.
1: And I remember you t- telling me that it was uh, it, there was after the cut and after all the bleeding and all of that. And now you're dre- now they put a dress up as you say, and they put you in this outfit. That there are all these, as you say, you were carded to all these different ceremonial events yeah, yeah. where you have to act like you're having fun and you're actually in pain and yeah. completely miserable.
0: Yeah, it's like somebody uh, kneecapped you. And everybody's like, "Oh, let's go celebrate! Jake no longer has a knee, right?" Right. <laughs> anyway, so they take me to my parents' hometown eventually, right? Not that day, but but soon after. And my parents' hometown is in all the way in southeastern Turkey, so it's a quite a trip. And uh, and we get there, and they all celebrate. I still got the clown outfit on, and the whole thing. I mean, we're really we're selling that, we're into it. Uh, and and then I'm outside because now this is vast open area. It's not a big city like Istanbul. And I get to know this sheep, okay, and then I'm playing with the sheep, I don't know why the sheep is there, it's a solitary sheep. And and I name it I, Ali, I'm like, oh, Ali, and they're like, yeah, we got the sheep for you. I'm like, okay, finally, something good about this, okay? And then they come by and they slit its throat and it starts <laughs> bleeding out. It turns out Ali was for dinner to celebrate the circumcision. Oh my okay. God. I haven't eaten lamb since. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I don't think I've done the Muslim religion any favors in America oh by telling this story. Oh my
1: God, that's true. <laughs> I didn't remember that part. Okay.
0: When they killed Ali, I couldn't believe it. That was more surprising than the circumcision. Oh my God. Okay. And then that night, they served him. Now, the reality is, we kill animals and we eat them. That's what we do. And they, but you, it happens in a faraway factory somewhere in a miserable situation that is far worse than the way that they humanely and religiously did it, so that it was kosher. You know at the time, right, right. but you 're six you don 't know that right, sure you don 't know that they 're doing it in a humane way, and that you that the thing you eat at night is actually ali right
1: yeah i mean i would 'd leave the humanity aside, certainly you because i don 't know that she how so humane, but i will I will stipulate to the fact that 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 animal who's playing around with you has a better run up to the moment of violence than. Any other animal you could imagine, and you're right. When you're only six, all you know is you just bonded with this cute little thing. You're finally having a good moment in this, you know, this several days of hellish celebration over your mutilation, and you finally bonded with this animal, and then they slice its throat, and it's bleeding out right in front of you. I mean, that's that is horror movie fresh. That is nasty. And you know, you wonder how I have such
0: you know uh, thick skin, and it all rolls off my back. Right. And, and maybe because like my family, my friends have been trolling me my whole life. So, like, (laughs) the friends is a whole different story. But when my mom was changing the bandages, my dad and sister would make fun of me. Because I, because I'm six, right, and it hurts so much, and I'd go blah, 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 like that, right, and would will be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. oh my, <laughs> I mean, it's an absolute horror show. It but, really is, man. Right, but it really is. But it didn't scar me, other than the actual scar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. Uh, I'm, I don't look back, I look at it as a funny story. I don't like, like oh my God, I was so traumatized. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And oh, I, you know, I had to
1: see a therapist. Like That's what white folks do. They see therapists. <laughs> uh, I see better. Well, mentors. that's a, boy, that's a, you're <laughs> lucky you came through. Well, obviously they do it, they must do it, yeah, do it to everybody. So I guess they, uh, yeah. most come through it, but it just seems like an extraordinary stress. To put a kid yeah. under, and, and oh, okay. Now, now we're done. Huh? Yeah,
0: yeah. Hold, hold on. So, look, I, before we leave the podcast, guys, and thank you for reminding me, just understand that's not what every Muslim does. That happened, to, like, but they do do circumcisions later in life, etc. And every uh, region has different cultures and morphed around the religion. So some are are worse. There's female genital mutilation. Some are far better. So don't don't judge all Muslims by my particular story, and don't sweat it because I'm. Fine. I'm I'm amused by it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, we got a lot more like when I found out wrestling wasn't real. That will save for members. Okay. So, podcast Much Love, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this free clip of Old School. To get the full episodes and more exclusive content, become a TYT member today. You'll love it. Join now at tyt.com/join.